This is Jasmine Fernandez at the National Portrait Gallery with Shizu's Saldamondo. And I wanted to ask you if you could describe your philosophy on art for us. Okay, um, I think artists just sort of uh, document their lives, and I think most art is basically a self-portrait in different ways. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, it's... Uh, insight into my own life so I do a lot of portraits of my friends family um, different mundane social situations that I happen to encounter just by living my life and documenting it um, so for me it's more of a documentation of my own life and giving everybody else a, a view into like what what I'm interested in and what's important to me mm -hmm. um, so in that way I use different mediums as a way to uphold that um, and to inform the work a little bit more um, but that's my flaw. And I think most people do that as well. Like everybody's sort of into their own world and their own head about what they what they like, and that's what that's what they depict. And I think I was talking to um, some of my friends, and they were saying how when they were younger, what they were into is sort of carries on to like their practice now. I know my friend, um, see Noah, he would do like these. He said he was really into like sailing novels or something, and then like all of his art sort of is based around like sailing and wow. putting these installations in the ocean and photographing them. Mm -hmm. um, my friend Candice, who would do these uh, really ornate depictions of like savage women and in, in nature and sort of playing with this idea of us like historical um, stereotypes of the savage woman or whatever. I was really into like Charlotte Bronte novels. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Emily Bronte, sorry. But yeah, so um, there's just, yeah, this like sort of this carried on theme that you have like throughout your life that sort of never, just, I guess maybe changes a little bit of um, the story throughout your, I guess, when you grow up. But um, pretty much thematically, I see like it kind of stays the same a little bit like mm -hmm. with what people are into. So, um, that's, I guess, as long as you're true to that, then it's cool. So. Nice. So what does Asian American mean to you? Um, yeah, that's a really interesting question because I think it's a really personal. It's different for every person. And um, thinking about it, I was like, well, that's a really loaded question as well yeah. because it sort of um, acts under the premise that somehow you're different because mm -hmm. you're Asian um, and so it's sort of like well if you had like let's say a portrait show of like white men would you ask them like what does being white male mean to you mm -hmm. as well I mean it's sort of like I think that's a question that probably like the listener should probably ask themselves too like what do they identify with culturally um, and then maybe think like okay well what does being whatever I am fill in the blank mean to me and I think they would feel sort of gosh, I don't really know what to say about that because it is such a, like, a heavy-loaded question in that you are something somehow different mm -hmm. in that um, or different from this. Yeah, it's sort of like, it's sort of like you're um, obviously being defined by your ethnicity being other than white, sort mm -hmm. of. That's how I interpreted the question. Yeah. So what does that, that mean to be like the other, mm -hmm. being othered? <laughs> yeah. Um, so for me, I'm very proud of being Asian and who I am, and I guess Japanese-American side, and I'm Mexican as well. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, I sort of like would like to have my artwork be viewed um, with other issues, just mm -hmm. rather than just as an ethnic or essentialist read, uh -huh. but also in terms of like the themes, um, thematics. And I think if you ask other artists as well, like 
the only problem I have with that question maybe is that it's not asked more often to other artists of like like European Western European descent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, would you ask like Richard Serra and Andy Warhol like how does being a white American influence your work? Mm-hmm. And so that's sort of why the question is sort of like really strange to me, mm-hmm. but. Um, for this, I guess, context and, like, the audience trying to, like, educate the public about being different or being Asian, I mean, it's an understandable question why they would pose yeah. it, but it's just a strange one for, for me personally, I guess, because I've grown up in the U.S., I was born here, so was my parents, and um, in California especially, there's so many Asians and Latinos, so it's sort of like this luxury that I can take it for granted that I'm a minority, but I don't feel like one because You're not constantly right, right, and so um, maybe on the East Coast it's different. I don't know, or everywhere else it, it might be. So, but um, it's yeah, kind of similar to like the gender, um, right? Issue, like right? a woman, like as a woman artist, exactly. how does your work? You know, how do you feel about being a woman doing this or mm-hmm. X and X or being a, this in this field about being a woman? And mm-hmm. it comes with its own issues, of course. And there's like a different, you get different issues that you have to deal with, but um the most part, um, yeah, I just think it's, it's, a, it's an interesting It is an interesting, uh, it's an interesting to like, balance, too, because if you look mm-hmm. at the art that's usually in here, it is mostly, like, white males, right. um, you know, and then now you're introducing Asian-American artists, right. so it is making it a bit more distinct. Um, right, it's sort of like the subjectivity of, like, a white, a white male is sort of taken for granted as, like, the main center mm-hmm. of everything, and everybody else is sort of, like, acting as like on the periphery and so they have yes. to define themselves only in relation to like a white male always in comparison right and it's sort of I think with my work too doing the portraits that I do of my friends I'm trying to just like decenter that that mm-hmm. center of like a white male I guess artist or and just do my own life and by creating images of my own friends who might happen to be white too or mm-hmm. whoever they are and just through my experience so mm-hmm. um so what are the classic stories, jokes, or songs in your family? Okay, um, my parents are both um, activists, and so um, they're very uh, politicized, and they would take me to protests, and and I think for me, um, I always felt sort of, um, I don't want to say alienated from that like extreme activism of the 60s but it's just sort of like was an interesting sort of contentious topic for me and my parents because they're very like angry and and very which is great I mean in terms of how much struggle in that generation what they've um, accomplished and Mm -hmm. and um, paving the way like opening doors for other artists um, to show and everything that's great but for me I think that's why I choose to depict who I depict because they're sort of revolutionary in their own right just by their mere existence and mm-hmm. that um, they're like the, the legacy of all this struggle that happened in the 60s. So for me, I guess the songs are, would be like protest songs or something. <laughs> That's what I would say. Or, or um, yeah, it's just sort of, I guess there was like, I guess if you're, I'm figuring that this question wants me to go into like more like traditional like Japanese songs or something, which I wasn't really like familiar with at all because I mean, my dad is a huge Santana fan and my mom really is not like that much into music I guess she's I know she likes really cheesy sort of like protest music and like I don't I don't know she oh I guess she liked this band called a grain of sand or Hiroshima or somebody like she she's really into like the Asian like yellow power movements and so um, she's that was her her thing um so that's like a personal I guess like 
like what I grew up with. Oh, and my dad, like, he, I guess like he played a lot of like Queen records too. Like I was a really big oh, wow. Queen fan. Um, and then like the Beatles, he was a big Beatles fan. My dad was more into it, like a record collector. So he had all these different reference, like what he was into. And that sort of, I guess, paved the way for me to be a big music fan as well. And a lot of my work is about musical subculture. Um, and I just saw the Latino music exhibit at yes. the, that was so incredible. Like I had <laughs> friends in there that I knew and it was just like really like powerful to see all that in that space as well. So it's nice you share like, uh, you know, right. the same gallery. Too. Right. Right. <laughs> so. it's, it's really awesome. Um, and my mom would do a lot of oral histories with, um, trying to interview, um, her family as well. Mm-hmm. So I guess hearing her stories from other people that were uh, interned in the camps. She worked on, like, curriculum about the, the well, I guess, like, the incarceration camps, as mm-hmm. Roger likes to say that that's yes. what they are now. And um, so that, those are, I guess, like, stories and anecdotes. But, I mean, it's sort of funny to talk about stories from your family when you're in an art gallery. Like, I don't, yes. you know, like, again, it's sort of like, well, would you, would, would you ask certain other people what stories they have from their childhood as well? But I guess yeah. I don't, I mean, you know, just not to be like... <laughs> oh, no, I think it's just um, to provide the, you know, listeners for a little bit more insight on the art. Like personal yeah. stuff, yeah. Um, but I think looking at your art alone, mm-hmm. it, when I look at it, I feel like I'm looking at your, like, family pictures, you know, like yeah. the little candid photos that people collect over the years. And I really like that. Um, did you always do that kind of art? Um, right, yeah. I think even in high school, I did portraits. Actually, from far back as middle school, I would do portraits of my friends. Like, they mm-hmm. would give me pictures, and I would draw them, and then they'd like trade for something or yeah or like I don't know a couple (laughs) dollars and like I'd draw their portrait for them during like math class or something Uh so yeah I've always done portraits of people and I think it's just I'll always do portraits because you have this sort of meditation on the process and and you really meditate on the person and something that's done out of extreme love and and care Mm -hmm. and so um that labor that's involved and also use um I work for my own snapshot photography so there's all these different layers that go into it that Mm -hmm. sort of make it like mediated all these different ways and it becomes something else at the end but um it's sort of I get really happy like when my friends see and get happy too so Mm -hmm. in that way it's really cheesy like art practice and that it's like born out it's not like I don't view it necessarily as a really academic way I guess the way I talk about it can be because I know all the different layers that that go into making it and Mm -hmm. make it more of like a research process for me in terms of pulling the different photos um going to events and documenting certain aspects of what what I want um but then the outside process I think sort of can transcend that just the talk about that so yeah. Um, you were talking about the aesthetic earlier, about the gold leaf, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, um, it's really beautiful. Can you go into it a little bit more? Oh, yeah. I think the gold leaf functions in the same way that um, different collage aspects of the work function and that I use referencing different um, materials using different, like, wood grain or the origami paper or glitter paper or glitter itself. Um, and that is just another sort of level, uh, layer to mm-hmm. the work and to make a, to complicate things a little bit um, mm-hmm. so it's not so cut and dry just a painting like a you know like canvas modernist painting it's just mm-hmm. it's more of collage sort of almost sculptural process for me in that you lay, lay things down glue things and and very crafty as well like mm-hmm. referencing a lot of craft and sort of like folk art sort of that's what I'm really interested in and what really I get into when I see um, work is a lot of craft work I really like mm-hmm. um, more so than just a traditional oil painting mm-hmm. so in that way that's how the gold leaf can function 
and it also functions as well as like the collage in that you have um, all these different signifiers and these different layers to you in terms of what everybody's influenced by like fashion and dress Mm -hmm. and in that way um, the collage sort of functions in the same way in that you take from all these different um, genres or style cues or um, musical influences and you can construct yourself to the world and in that way collage sort of functions that way for me Mm -hmm. as well. Okay, thank Mm -hmm. you.